This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. Now, I've got rid of the boys, which is good because it means we can focus. Um, we have a couple of guests in the studio as the judges are away to make their decision. We're going to hear from a woman who's really influential when it comes to VC and tech. So we'll hear from her. She might have some suggestions. Dana Laban is the CEO and Chief Innovation Officer at awok.com. And we'll also hear from one of the brains behind Keyflow. It's an app that's been very successful in Scandinavia and just launched here in the region. So it will be an opportunity to um, talk to all of those people, get their thoughts and views and see what they have to say. Warm welcome in the studio to you though, Dana. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for having me. So, Awok, when you walked in, I said, how do I say it? I'm not really sure if I'm getting it right. Tell us um, about Awok. What's the the idea? It's, a, it's an e-commerce platform. Yeah. So just uh, to mention, I'm not the CEO. I'm the Chief Investment Innovation Officer and the founder and CEO of the company is Oluk uh, Bakyuldashev, who started it seven years ago. Um, I joined the company roughly two years ago to help them with fundraising because the company was bootstrapped until then. And the idea of the business is that it provides uh, customers with affordable, uh, unbranded and private label products. Um, So we target the mass market, uh, people who have a lower income, which is 70 to 75% of the population in the UAE and almost 90% of the population in uh, the region like Saudi Arabia, Egypt, and Pakistan um, in terms of the markets we're going after. And so the whole idea why the founder started this was to provide access to people who would not be able to find these products online currently. Um, you have big e-commerce players in the region who sell products, but they're very uh, they're branded. Um, they're not so affordable, so you cannot buy them from one dirham upwards. Okay, so that's one side of what you do. But one of the things that you're really passionate about is investing in future companies. VC is the kind of dream job for many people, looking at companies, deciding how to help them invest, watching them grow and and reaping the benefits, really. So talk to us a little bit about your role in that sense. Yeah, so um, I used to be on the venture side, so I moved to the startup world just two years ago. And before that, I was uh, trying to dabble and learn how to do venture investments in the region. Um, I worked for Dubai Silicon Oasis and 2454 in Abu Dhabi. And the idea was for me to understand how do you choose the best startups to invest into, right? And it's always um, not easy because I think everybody has a dream and everybody has an idea that they want to launch. But being an entrepreneur is extremely difficult. um, And then scaling a business is even harder. Um, I think one lesson that I've learned from all of these startups that we were looking at is that you have to really have a strong pitch in terms Mm -hmm. of what is the problem that you're trying to solve. Um, So a lot of startups try to uh, create ideas and uh, launch businesses, but they don't have the the real problem that they're trying to solve on the market. And that is, I mean, it sounds very silly. um, And I think you've discussed this with all the entrepreneurs that were here today, but the clear why and what is the problem you're trying to solve is the key thing that you have to be asking yourself. And you've been listening to our three finalists. Obviously, it's very nerve wracking for them to come on air and talk about their idea. They've pitched it in 30 seconds. And the why is really important. You mentioned it. It's a question that we all came up with um, together to ask them about it. Do you think we have three convincing whys? 
I'd say uh, some were more convincing than others. Um, I think some of them I was trying to really understand what is the problem that they're trying to solve and who is the customer uh, that they're trying to go after because I think being very focused is also something that's very important. So with all the startups that you know initially started, they looked at the landscape, they looked at the market and they said, what is the problem we're trying to solve and who is the customer? So you start off with, one person, right? Or you start off with one idea or one industry and you try to tackle that. You don't try to solve a lot of things at once. And and, and tech is something also that you're passionate about and it's where some of your talents lie. Would you say that most companies now are having to see tech and innovation as being essential to what they do in every way? Yeah, I think technology is part of our everyday lives, right? You uh, you order a cab, it's, you do it through an app. You order food, it's through an app, right? So technology is a big part of the today's world. But also we should not forget that, you know, using the words AI, using artificial intelligence, disruption, innovation, I think it's becoming so overused that we mm. just have to take a step back and say, what are we really trying to solve? And technology is just there to support this and help uh, in solving the problems. Okay, so you've helped a lot of businesses. We're talking in some detail about startup. Of course, the people entering the competition are hoping to be one of those startups. Have you seen sort of a common denominator in terms of where they've gone and and managed success? Is it the quality of the leader? Is it about the concept? Is it the idea? Is there anything that you see that is similar in, in the people that you've helped and that have gone on to do well? Yeah, I think that's a really good question. I think one of the most successful entrepreneurs in our region are very driven, very passionate. Uh, They never give up because you're going to hear a lot of no's. You're going to hear no's from your friends and family. Don't do this. (laughs) You're going to hear no uh, from investors, right? You're going to hear 100 people tell you, no, I'm not going to give you money. But you have to still keep going. And even once you do raise money, um, it's actually very difficult to to continue and raise uh, the company and attract the right people. So I think uh, those on entrepreneurs are very resilient, they're very focused, um, and they are very humble. I think most of the entrepreneurs in our region that, you know, have succeeded, they're actually very smart, but very humble. Um, They focus on bringing together people that are smarter than them, actually, uh, to show that they have the ability to create teams and help have those teams help them scale their business. What do they say? If you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Exactly. When it comes to your business. Um, I guess failure is something that we talk about quite a lot in this program as well. The idea that, you know, your resilience is, is one of the things that you mentioned. The idea that people have to fail. They have to pick themselves up from those failures. What helps, um, do you think, make a good, resilient company and startup? What helps guide them from some of those early failures to go on to, to succeed? Yeah, I think failure in this region is still considered as something bad. If you fail once, if if you fail once or twice in the US or somewhere in Asia, you know, uh, you're considered, oh, wow, okay, I'm going to give you money because you've gone through it and you know how to build a company and you understand the problems. Um, I think uh, going back to your question in terms of, sorry, what was it? It was basically, you know, how how do you sort of make sure people in this part of the world see failure as, mm. as something that's not the end of the story? If you fail, it doesn't mean that your business has to go. It could just be one of the learning curves, one of those mistakes, and you can pivot and still be successful. Yeah, and I think, you know, people who do fail, um, I'd like to work around those people because they've gone through a journey, they have some experience, and they, they're going to be smarter, right? Um, mm. So I think... Yeah, I think failure is not something that is very bad. I think it's actually very, very good. 
Okay, so we're going to have you listen to a little bit of our um, Startup in 30 Seconds pitches. And just to get your thoughts, we're not asking you to, to pick a winner of these three, okay. but just a brief outline of your thoughts on these, please, Anna. Okay. My idea is to start a marketplace for exchange house online remittance companies and banks. Users can view their exchange rate offered by different uh, service providers, block ex- uh, currency exchange rate, do bill payments and mobile top-ups through our app, Service providers can advertise the offers and promotions through the app. We will we can generate revenue through advertising and subscriptions. As there are about um, 8.445 million people out there, um, this, I think this is a bis- uh, very good business case. Okay, so as a mentor, what's, what are your thoughts on Paul's idea of Yala Exchange? Yeah, I think he has experience because he's worked in this field and this industry for quite some time and he seems very, very passionate wanting to build something. Um, I was not sure on the business in terms of how big is this, how big is this market, because mm. um, if you're trying to build an app that is subscription-based, um, also on the business model, subscription-based app that is going to provide you uh, with information in terms of um, exchange rates and different houses, I don't know if um, you know if, if that is something that is uh, something that everyone's going to be willing to use, right, every day or every month. So, what is the usability and how big is the market? But I think um, I think if if he somehow refines uh, the pitch or the idea that he's trying to build, I think he could be onto something. Okay, and Catherine's startup in 30 seconds idea is called Right Now. Right Now is an app-based business specializing in last-minute bookings for SMEs, but this has a difference. It's supporting both local businesses and the customer. I want to support local businesses, allowing them to fill resource-draining, last-minute dead space. It won't make them millionaires, but it will allow them to cover their costs, market their brands, and drive bottom-line profit. I also want to help customers who are time-poor, and of course, everyone's looking for a deal. The client can book quickly and efficiently online for a service which can be delivered within 48 hours, plus save cash. It's a win-win. So, what do we think of right now? Um, I like Catherine's idea. I think there is a market for it. I think there is a problem that she's identified and she's trying to solve it. Uh, I think it's a big challenge, though, because she has several competitors and several markets she's going after in in industry. So I Mm. think figuring out the go to market and which industry to start off with is going to be the key. Okay. third and final. uh, Altaf's idea is management. In today's challenging market, who would you rather be, the disruptor or the disrupted? Hi, I'm Altaf Jasnaik developer of Management, a business transformation hack that has helped tens of businesses become future-ready powerhouses. If you believe strategy and innovation are complicated or find the use of management consultants cost prohibitive, then management is just the solution for you. Simple, measurable steps that your team can orchestrate themselves. And through Startup in 30 Seconds, I'm going to make it a business transformation boutique that will help you become a global disruptor. So stay tuned. And what do we think of Management. Um, so I think, from my understanding, if I understood correctly, I don't think it is a tech business. So raising venture money or looking at this as a tech startup is going to be very difficult. But I think, uh, you know, the consulting uh, industry is looking to be disrupt. And there are several companies around the world that are already trying to work how not to uh, send big teams and large consulting companies into SMEs and startups to actually help them. So I think there could be, um, again, an opportunity if it's if it's rightly executed. Okay, thank you so much for your time. It's been a real pleasure to have you on the show. Dana Laban is the CEO, is the Chief Innovation Officer at AWOC.com and a VC and tech leader. Thank you so much for your time, but also your input on our competition today. Thank you. Thank you so much. You've been listening to a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. To enjoy lots more from Dubai Eye in the United Arab Emirates, just go to DubaiEye1038.com or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts.